This is a broadcast of Holland United Church of Christ. At Holland UCC, we seek to open the mind and engage the heart. We are a community of justice, peace, and affirmation in Holland, Michigan, where everyone is welcome to the table. Hello, friends. Welcome to our weekly contemplative practice session. It is good to be with you. This week we'll explore the phrase, I'll pray for you. No doubt you've heard this said uh, a number of times in your life. People have said this to you as a way to encourage you and highlight their care for you, and and likely you've used this phrase, toward others. And what do we mean when we say that? I'll pray for you. What does it mean to lift someone up in prayer or a situation in prayer? As my own journey of faith has evolved, my understanding of prayer has shifted. And so in the past, when I would say this, I would be thinking of a specific sort of sometimes daily prayer time, perhaps before bed or at a certain other set time of the day where I would uh, sit down intentionally for a time of prayer, maybe have a list of things uh, that I wanted to pray through or or think about or remember. And as my prayer journey, my faith journey has shifted over the years and I've moved more and more into a, a wordless sort of prayer that's closer to simply being present in the moment to God, to myself and to what is, What now does it mean if I say to someone, I'll pray for you? Someone who helps me think about prayer and contemplative practice is Tilden Edwards. Tilden has been a friend and mentor to me. He founded the Shalem Institute for Spiritual Formation back in 1973, and I've had opportunity to pray with Tilden, sit in silence with Tilden, and sit under his wisdom and and teaching. And he talks about, in his book, Embracing the Call to Spiritual Depth, Gifts for Contemplative Living. In this book, he talks about contemplatively oriented intercession. And I find this very helpful, and so I'll read a portion of this. Tilden writes, when I bring some particular situation or persons to such intercession, he's talking about contemplatively oriented intercession. So when I, when I bring some particular situation or person into prayer, such as we said, I'll pray for you. My intention is simply to share God's love in that situation. In this process, 
I am recognizing that mysterious love as the heart of reality on behalf of whatever the particular subject of the intercession may be. I am simply present with a mind of unknowing, openly given to God's heart for the sake of this situation or person. My own desire is for whatever is most serving of creative love known fully by God alone. I want to be available for that love, however that may show itself, which may be simply my offering of the situation itself at this time. Quakers in their own way might see this to be the gist of holding someone in the light. An extension of such prayer is a stance in the world of holding all sides together in a given situation involving conflict. This part's very timely. Sometimes that's our primary calling, just to hold all sides together in prayer, wanting the best way of loving action to show itself through the differences and for that way to be recognized and followed together. At other times, we may be called to move in a very particular direction on some issue, and that may cause resistance from those who disagree or don't understand what we're doing. Our prayer then can be the expression of our hope to join God's way through our action and our willingness to remain open to new light for our path of action. This kind of prayer also maintains a sense of inclusion for those who oppose us, a desire for them to listen with us for love's way, a sense of their belonging to the same community and God with whom reconciliation eventually needs to happen. Such prayer participates in the outstretched arms of Christ on the cross, enfolding and inviting the whole world into reconciling love. What stood out to you in the wisdom of what I read from Tilden Edwards? I love the phrase, I am simply present with a mind of unknowing, openly given to God's heart for this situation or person. I love the humility in that. I love the openness to not even knowing what the answer to our prayers might be, to admitting we don't know what the best outcome is or or what should happen next or what should be done in a given situation or for a person or by a person. It's simply opening one's heart to the situation. He says, my intention is simply to share God's love in that situation when I pray for someone. Beautiful. And then he says, I want to be available for that love. And so this kind of praying for someone is not just this detached, esoteric um, way of making a difference without doing anything. No, it's op- it's doing spiritual work in your heart that then grounds you for action 
going forward. And when we do work in our hearts, we become the kind of people who can bring love to bear in certain situations. And if we don't do that work, we can find our hearts hardened by the the challenge of the world, by conflict in the world, by those who have hurt us or wronged us, and we become unable to bear God's love or witness to God's love in such a situation or toward a particular person. And so it's a spiritual practice that prepares us to show love in our lives and make a difference in the world. Some might want to write prayer off as um, frivolous or meaningless um, or as a waste of time. They might say, well, God doesn't answer prayers in that way or, or maybe God isn't listening or, or they don't believe in God at all. And yet I believe this kind of prayer can be practiced even by someone um, who has serious doubts about God. Because it's a grounding and a centering of oneself in love. And then toward the end, he talked about holding all sides together in prayer, even in a situation where there's conflict, and wanting the best way of loving action to show itself through the differences, and for that way to be recognized and followed together. And so again, it's not just a prayer against people we disagree with or that our cause or or side or justice might be won out, but an openness to to being wrong, an openness to, to learning more, and a desire for all to recognize love's way and the best path forward, that we might all be included in what is just, compassionate, and kind. Contemplatively Oriented Intercession. That's the section of this book. The book, again, entitled Embracing the Call to Spiritual Depth by Tilden Edwards. Well, that's given me a lot to think about and and chew on as I work on my own spiritual practices in the coming week. And I trust this has offered some gifts for you as well. Until next time, friends, go in peace. invited to join us for worship on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. streaming on Facebook. You can also watch these messages on the Holland UCC YouTube channel. And for more information, how to get involved, or to support our work, like us on Facebook or visit hollanducc.org.